friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Well, hello. Welcome. Welcome. I'm going to tell you, it's taken me two weeks to get this podcast, and now I don't even know if this is the one that God wants me to do yet. I mean, is that not crazy? I'm just going to let him just totally lead. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what it was going to be about. And it might have be some of this, but I think I need to do more studying. I really do. Have you seen that post that's going on on Facebook that says, I love Jesus, or no, the definition of a a Christian is not loving Jesus, it's loving Judas. Have you seen that? Something like that. I'm ad-libbing, but... Um, I saw that and immediately I'm like, amen, yes, that's right, that's right. We love our enemies, we love the people that betray us and all. But as I got to thinking about it, I was like, hmm, that's hard. <laughs> See, it's easy to say it when you haven't, when you don't have a Judas in your life, maybe at that very moment. Maybe you've gotten past something or maybe it hasn't happened to you. But the Judas in your life is not just a person on the internet talking about you it's not just a person that you know you don't that somebody was mean to you somebody cut you off in traffic i went into full research with this one you know because god really just i mean he told me i needed to because i do have a judas in my life a judas is somebody that you know walks with you Every day is a close companion. Judas was with Jesus the whole three years, possibly longer. Walking, learning, sharing his life with him. Jesus only had 12 close disciples. So Judas is someone that is close. It's not just a, a regular old person. This is a close person. And then to betray him like he did. I mean, that's deep. That's deep right there. That's not just a, amen, yes, we love our enemy. Yes. Because one enemy might be someone who, you know, talked about you. That might that might be somebody you consider an enemy. Another enemy, the Judas enemy, though, is somebody you loved. That you were close to. That, that walked with you in your life. That was a big part of a chapter in your life and that the ultimate betrayal i mean judas gave jesus up for death i mean can we get more of a betrayal than that so i have like seven eight pages of notes i just for the past two weeks almost daily i come home from work and just dive right into some more verses i let god speak to me and like you know, give me some revelation on, on Judas, and it's been so interesting. It's been really eye-opening, but I don't know if it's, if I'm ready to share yet. 
I really don't. So stay tuned for that. That might be a series or something. I don't know. It's going to be good. though. It's good for me. You know what's really cool is that like when we find a revelation or something like that, we're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And then you explain it to somebody and it's not as deep. Am I whistling on here? I feel like I'm whistling. Let me back up a little bit. It's not as deep maybe as it is for for you who it hits. But when you try to share it with a friend or a colleague or something, it, it's just they don't look at you with that look that you have in your heart. You know what I mean? Like, whenever God shows me something, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then when I try to explain it to somebody, it might not be, they might not have that same response. But you know what? That we need to be grateful for. Because we can have a personal relationship with the Creator with these little secret nuggets. An inside joke, if you will. I mean, don't get all religious on me and be like, you don't have inside jokes with God. You know how you have a friend and y'all say something and it's like funny to you but not funny to other people that might be around you? It's because y'all shared a moment. Y'all shared something that was deeper and meaningful than everybody else would understand. That's how it is whenever God shows us something that is like, oh, wow. And then, you know, other people might not be, oh, wow about it. But they have their own oh, wow moments. And that is what's so wonderful about God, that personal one-on-one relationship that he allows us to have with him. I mean, it's just, it's a, it, I'm just in awe of it. And, you know, while I'm not ready to really share everything about my Judas study, I will share this. Um, Judas was offended. He he was offended by Jesus. He thought that Jesus should do things one way, and Jesus went about doing them the other. He thought that Jesus should take down Rome, and he wanted he thought that him and um, the other disciples were going to have a really high place. Like, ha ha, we took down Rome. Look at us. Look, we're. I swear, I'm whistling in this microphone. I don't know. I hope I'm not getting on your nerves. Maybe I should turn this down. I don't know how to work this thing like y'all I'm a total amateur when it comes to like any kind of professionalism but okay we're gonna go with it maybe I'll get closer maybe I'm whistling because I'm too far away I don't know anyways um where was I at oh so Judas thought you know that Jesus should do things one way and he did them another and so he got offended oh my goodness oh my goodness what God has been showing me this week about me getting offended with people that don't do things the way that I think they should be done. And, you know, this might be a rambling podcast, but maybe one sentence in it might give you an aha moment. I don't know. I try to lay them all before God and make sure that they're being used to point people to Him. And sometimes it's just rambling. It's not really a teaching, but stick with me here. So I'll get messages from people that'll ask for certain things and sometimes I don't know these people at all okay um they'll just they'll ask for money or they'll ask for um information and I won't know them and my first flesh thought is I would not do that like it used to make me mad I don't know why I I think I kind of felt maybe like offended um Maybe I felt like upset because I was being put on the spot and I would feel like I had to 
do what they were asking. That probably comes from being a people pleaser and having that in my background and dealing with like insecurity and all. But a lot of times I would do what they asked out of maybe guilt or people pleasing, but not out of a loving spirit. So then I had a friend tell me, you know, you need to have boundaries. This world is different. You'll get, you'll get used and whatever. So I had boundaries, but then still it would rise up in me like, how dare they ask? How rude. I wouldn't do that. Here's what God's been showing me. Everybody's life rules are different. They're different. And just because maybe I wouldn't do something, maybe it's okay for them to do it. You know, I'm not talking about black and white, like thou shalt not murder, all that good stuff. I'm talking about just different things. Like I have to be very careful watching Facebook and TikTok and other social medias because the things that people everybody is allowed to have a daggum microphone in a stage and they use it and say things that are like oh my word I mean I watched one with this girl was talking about you can't have nails God said you cannot have acrylic nails and I'm like what do I you know and I got offended well that's her life rule that's her life rule that's not my I didn't get offended I was just like I did question it and then I'm like kind of a little like I wouldn't tell people that if that's my personal conviction. It's not her. I'm rambling now. Sorry. Um, I keep thinking I hear a kid come in here. Only one is home, so he shouldn't probably come in. But, you know, I have, to turn I have, my, I have earphones on, so you can't really hear anything except my voice, which is why I keep hearing the whistling. But, anyways, um, see, I told y'all rambling. Um, okay, anyways. Um, she, you know, and, and then, okay, so she said that you couldn't have acrylic nails. And I'm like... Well, that's a personal conviction that she felt the Holy Spirit. I have one of my very best friends and me were talking and she felt the Lord lay on her heart to start stop wearing mascara for a little while. And she was like, isn't that crazy? Is that crazy? I was like, no, it's a personal lesson that he wants to teach you. It doesn't mean that everybody needs to stop wearing mascara or that I should take that on as like something that God's trying to teach me. But it's really cool because the same way I said about the inside joke, God uses things to teach us that maybe somebody else, he hasn't asked that of them, you know, because it's not like a black and white thing. Like, like I said, like thou shalt not murder, you know, you don't need to murder nobody. But as far as God impressing something on me that is beneficial for my walk and where I'm at in my walk, which is huge, because, you know, we all start off as babies and babies need milk and pacifiers and then we get older and the pacifiers get taken away you get on put on real food it's just like that with our our new birth honestly baby christians take this away god said you know what i mean you know you know what i mean so it's really cool when he does deal with us with things that maybe is not what he's dealing with other people but because of social media, everybody has a microphone and a stage. And it can give me a lot of anxiety watching it. And it can make me mad. Because I'm like, how dare you say that? I mean, I've seen these people in here recently. It's just heartbreaking. Talking about that God is arrogant and prideful for him to demand that we worship him. Y'all, I was like, girl, let me let me scroll. I can't be watching this. I mean, this is like disrespectful, and I just have this reverential fear of not wanting to disrespect God, not wanting to disrespect the head honcho. It's not a fear of he's going to strike me down, or he's always mad at me or angry at me. It's a 
a fear of I honor you and I respect you and I love you and you do deserve all the glory, honor, and praise. I'm not going to even, you know, I'm not even going to even give attention to listening to this bull mess. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? But that's what she wanted to talk about. And she has a microphone and a stage with social media. But I have to guard my heart. I have to guard my heart so carefully. We have to guard our heart as to what we let in to our gate. Because the gate is the eyes and the ears. And that, that gate goes straight to the garden. The garden of the heart. Which is straight to the mind. You know, it's all intertwined and connected. Because things I allow in my eyes and ears affect the way that I see things and think and speak and all of that gets down into my heart and out of the heart the mouth flows and so it's just one big circle you know and we have to cut it off early you have to cut it off early here's a one little tidbit I'm going to throw in there about what I noticed about Judas in the Bible it talks about that he was offended that Jesus allowed the woman to pour the perfume on his feet and wash his feet with her hair, that he said that money should have been used to give to the poor, knowing that he really wasn't giving to the poor, that he was stealing, but he was offended. Now, right then, he needed to cut that off. He needed to take that thought of, that money could have been, and held it up against what Jesus is and what Jesus was doing and saying and then gotten rid of it and not even let it get down into his heart because it came in to his mind the thought did and then he let it get into his heart and that festered if we watch things and listen to things that we let get into our heart it just grows it grows an offense is the hugest one because that turns into bitterness unforgiveness resentful you know when i read that about christian it's not don't don't just love jesus you love judas too like i said my first thought was like yeah amen i get that but that's easier said than done it's easier to say amen than to honestly have somebody who's betrayed you that bad and love them what is loving them what is loving them well i hate to even say this out loud (laughs) But it's in the Bible, so you can read it. Jesus washed Judas's feet. He washed his feet. Oh, my goodness. When I think about serving the Judas in my life like that, oh, that's why he still got to work on me, y'all. That's why, that's why. That's why he's still working on me. Because I'm just honestly being as honest as I can. It is hard for me to think about washing the feet of the Judas in my life. Mm. I have to make myself even speak. I'm going to tell you. That's why God's working on my heart and really showing me. I've asked God, and this is, maybe this is what you came here to listen to today. Maybe you have something, someone that's really hurt you and betrayed you, and you don't know how to pray for them or serve them. I've asked God, let me see this person as you see them. Let me see their soul. Because every single one of us is going somewhere. We are going somewhere after this earth. And let me see the alternative of not being with you, Jesus. Show that to me. 
so that I can pray that way, so that I can blot out the personal, fleshly attacks that the person's done and see their soul and see that I don't want them to be separated from you. I wouldn't want anyone to be separated from you. Let me see. You know, I've heard people on the internet, you know, or people in life just say, oh, they didn't deserve that. They don't deserve that. Well, who does deserve anything? I mean, honestly, who who deserves anything? Nobody deserves anything. God has given his grace and mercy freely. He's given us life freely. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve good health or happiness or heaven. We don't deserve any of that. That grace and mercy is what's given it. So whenever somebody's like, oh, they didn't deserve that. Who does? Who does? Who deserves anything? So let me see them like that, God. Let me see that person that's betrayed me. Let me see them the same way I am, a sinner that does not deserve anything, but that you offer a way for myself and that person to be reconciliated with you, reconciled with you. Let me see them like that. Let me take away the personal hurt. And that's, that's hard. That's hard because when somebody has hurt you, it's personal. You know what I mean? It's personal. I mean, when I have people that say rude things to me on the internet, that don't hurt me. Y'all don't know me personally. You don't know me personally. So if you want to think that about me, okay. I'm not going to defend myself. I don't care. You want a reaction, you're not going to get it. But when you have somebody personal in your life, someone who has walked with you like like Judas walked with Jesus, somebody who has been around you and who knows you and it's, it's personal and it hurts bad. And Jesus knew that. How, I don't know how he did it. That's why he's Jesus and I'm not because I don't understand how he forgave them, how the people throw in stuff beating him, throwing stuff at him, spitting on him, how he still said forgive them, for they know not what they do. Help me to think that way, you know? Help me to think they don't they don't understand what they're doing, God, especially because, you know, my thought is, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And what's really hard with these Judas that's in your life is that if they don't have any kind of remorse, if they don't have any kind of reconciliation with God, then you look at that as like, that's another betrayal. Like the arrogance of them, the audacity of them not to see what they've done. You know what I mean? Like, am I sharing too much? Not to see that they're wrong. It burns you up. But you can't. That's the thing is I can't let it. I can't let I can tell that this has affected my joy I can tell I can tell this has affected my focus I can tell all of that and that's the reason I keep going and laying it back down me and my friend were talking she was talking about every Sunday I lay it down at that altar and I said here you go God I don't want no resentment for what they've done I don't want any bitterness and then she said I walk out of church it's like I pick it right back up again what do you do about that 
you just keep laying it down. Praise God, He knows our heart. He knows our thoughts. He knows if you don't want to let that resentment and bitterness grow. He knows if you don't want to hold on to that anger. He knows. And that's what I have to keep doing. I just have to keep, okay, God, I'm laying it down. Help me to see that person how you see them. Help me to remember you've forgiven me for so much. You know, the thing about forgiving somebody like a Judas in your life, this is somebody who's close to you. This is not just an ordinary person that flicked you off in traffic. This is someone who has walked with you. The thing about forgiving them is it's like you feel like you're letting them off the hook and you're saying that what you did was okay. And it's not. You know, and I talk about forgiveness a lot on TikTok and I'll do videos on it and I put myself in the position of of speaking from the heart and trying to be honest and truthful about what I you know, what I do in the situations. But when I haven't actively had a close person in my life that's betrayed me it's much easier for me to say, you have to forgive them. You're the prisoner. You have to let it go. And then when you have the Judas come, the person who's close to you in, in your life, not just random, in your life, man, man, yeah, I let it go. Yes, I lay it down. Yes, I tell God. But to... Mm, but to speak like normal, to act like everything's normal, yeah, oh, it's hard because some of them Judases, they take that and run. They take that and run. You're nice to them and they walk all over you. I mean, I can think of maybe like, let's say a husband and wife and that wife or husband has been, you know, ultimately betrayed now they're separated and you have to meet up to exchange kids okay and let's say let's just use the wife let's say the wife um you know was cheated on she meets up with the ex-husband and it's hard to be polite and nice because what if that ex-husband is a narcissist if they have some issues and they have not worked them out with god then being nice to them makes us feel makes not uh, you know makes the woman feel like that she's letting him get away with something or he might take advantage and try to walk all over her or you know but honestly in all reality being nice or rude ain't changing anything with the other person i mean i guess being nice would show them that i mean i'm being rude it's not changing anything being nice would show them the love of christ but y'all, I don't even know. I just, I'm just like using this as therapy because I'm trying to work it out myself in my own mind. <laughs> so pray for my heart. Pray for my heart because I know from experience when you're kind and nice to a Judas, then they think, you know, they, they act like everything's fine. And then that revs you up again in your heart. That's, I'm telling you, that's why I wasn't ready to really present the study. Because I'm just, I need him to really give me some revelation. Some big revelation on on that. So, oh, I don't 
feel like I'm no smarter than when I started this. Hmm. Okay, started this podcast today. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Please let me know if this helped you because I just don't know if it did. I just do not know if it helped at all. So message me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, email Christina Smith McCulley on all them platforms. Um, email is Christina at ChristinaSmithMcCulley.com. Let me know. Let me know if it helped you. So let's pray. Y'all pray for me. I'm praying for you right now. Father, I know some of us listening right now have a Judas in our lives, somebody who has walked with us and been very close and has betrayed us. And Father, show us how, show us Jesus' heart. Give us a fresh revelation of his heart and how incredibly dependent on you he had to be to be able to forgive Help us to be dependent on you like that. Holy Spirit, strengthen us. Thank you, Father, that we can come and talk to you like this. That we can lay it all out and and say when we're struggling and say whenever we just don't understand it and we need that supernatural healing of the heart. That supernatural forgiveness that you have, we need. Holy Spirit, strengthen us in that. Strengthen me. Father, I pray that you continue to bring correction. Continue to bring revelation. Continue to bring them inside jokes with each and every one of us. So that our relationship with you can grow. Because that's ultimately the only thing that matters. It's the most important thing. It's the only thing we're going to carry into eternity with us. Is knowing you. It's the only thing that gets us through each day here. Is knowing you. To strengthen the relationship. The personal one-on-one relationship that we have with you through Jesus. Thank you for it. We don't deserve it. We're grateful for it. We don't deserve your grace and mercy. But I'm so, so grateful for it. And thank you for Jesus. For in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.